What's up, everybody? Daryl Freider here, the club CEO, and we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by the Club app, the number one platform for DJs to build their career online. Today, we have an amazing DJ. We have DJ Ace Move in the building on the My DJ Story podcast here to share an amazing story about how he got started in the DJ business. DJ Ace Move, can you please introduce yourself, tell the people where you're from and who you are? My name is Alan. I go by the name of DJ A Smooth. Uh, I am currently from Washington, D.C. You know, I love my D.C. team, Redskins football team, Wizards. I'm a Washingtonian fan. And uh, yeah, so my dad was a DJ, honestly. And I was so inspired because I love like, I love music. And you know, I used to listen to WPGC 95.5 Big Take on the radio every night. And um, what really inspired me was just the, the the love of music and just how it make you feel. And I remember one time my mom was like, don't touch my dad equipment. And this when I was young. And for some odd reason, as I really felt like it was just like calling me like, hey, you know, turn me on, you know, play with me, you know. And I actually touched it. And it felt so good. And I'm like, if I'm going to get in trouble, this is going to be worth it. You know, just make it worth it. And my mom found out because I tried to like move things back to where it was, but I wasn't that good. So, you know, I didn't get beaten or nothing, but you know, it was just a warning. But at that moment, I just knew I wanted to be a DJ flat out. And like fast forward a few years uh, later, I used to work for this entertainment company called Elements and Entertainment, and it was a rental hall. And my mom, she dated a DJ. And so I'm like, this is not a coincidence. Like my mom dating a DJ, my dad was a DJ. It's just something about just DJs. And one night at, you know, I was pretty much young. Uh, yeah, I wasn't even supposed to be, I wasn't supposed to be there because like I was under 18. I was definitely under 18, but I heard my favorite DJ, DJ Story Norman, Pumpin' Archie, Black, Twin, just, you know, every weekend it was a cabaret, cabaret night. And I'm sitting in the back and I was just like, man, like, what did I really want to do in my life? And I was like looking at the crowd, looking at the DJs. I'm like, yeah, for sure. I feel like it was just like my calling because it was a passion. Like, yeah, this is something I definitely wanted to do. And I, I can remember when I literally told Storm and Norman and like the crew, like, hey, I want to be a DJ. Like, I really want to be like a legit, legit DJ. And they all laughed. And I'm a competitive person. So if you laugh at me, oh yeah, best of belief, I'm about to, we about to, you know, I'm about to show you. So instead of being discouraging one, like, you know, forget this, I was like, nah, I'm about to, like, it's a, it's, it's about to be on. And so, like, um, like I said, my mom, she dated a DJ. He the one who taught me how to be a DJ. And I literally, you know, he was the nicest guy, but when it come down to like, like actually like teaching you, it just felt like boot camp. 
like all the screaming, all the yelling. I'm like, yo, this is not making any sense because he was trying to get me to mix two songs. And I remember it was Beyonce and Jay-Z, Crazy in Love. So I could not mix both of them in the beginning to save my life. I was offbeat. I'm trying to figure out why I can't catch it. And so he was telling me, you got to develop a third air. Like you can't mind the lyrics, you got to, you know, uh, you got to count, you got you to do the counts. And he made it simple where it's like up, down, up, down, always going to downbeat. So, okay, cool. So it didn't make sense in the beginning because I just wasn't catching it. And I kept practicing, kept practicing. And oh my gosh, I kept practicing. And I'm like, I don't know when I'm gonna get it, but I'm gonna get it. So it was this fashion show and it was a rehearsal. And so they used me as a as a DJ. And of course I didn't get paid for it, which was cool because I was just learning. Like I didn't really know how, I didn't know what I was doing. And so I remember the first time that I, I had successfully looped the beat. It was great because not only I successfully looped the beat, I successfully mixed the music and transition. And my um, his name was uh, DJ Bobby. Um, that's what my mom dated at the time. He was there. He was like, that's, that's it, that's it. I'm like, cool. You know, I just felt like I was on top of the world. That day I felt like I was on top of the world because I finally got it. And it took me like, to be honest, to, to really mix. It really took me like, uh, I'll say about good, like three months. Because I was just, you know, in the beginning, I was terrible. I couldn't really catch it and just things didn't make sense. And so once I finally caught on, and that was like my first time ever just like transitioning music, you know, um, man, I took every opportunity to keep practicing and practice. And I mean, when I practiced, it was about eight to 16 hours for a whole summer, eight to 16 hours a day. That was, that's a, that's a, that's a job right there. But at the same time, you know, I wasn't in school at the time. And so, you know, I had no other choice, well, not no other choice, but it was like nothing else to do. So when I practiced, I used to record myself and I used to critique. I used to pretend like I'm at parties. You know, I'm just doing everything as if you thought I was getting paid like a lot of money. But once again, I wasn't. So my journey as far as just starting was like, I took a couple of jobs here, there. Um, I didn't ask like, hey, what a DJ charging? I just thought in my mind, okay, what would be reasonable? For me just starting out, what would be reasonable? So I had prices for school dances, like I had prices for weddings and everything. I did some jobs for free because I was trying to get the exposure. And I was always taught that, hey, you don't do no jobs for free, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but I'm like, at the, at the same time, I'm trying to build my reputation. I'm like, the money is going to come later. I want to be able to build my craft so that when I do get my prices, that people, you know, like, I'm going to be taking it seriously. So I took, I took a lot of jobs for free, but the benefits that I got from it was, um, true. I got like, you know, just good reviews. And I cherish that more than I just cherish money, honestly. And that's amazing, man. No, I, I really think that sharing that story is super important. Because like you said, there's that stigma that, oh, you don't take things for free. You don't do free gigs. And when you're just starting out, it's not a bad idea 
to build your reputation, to use it to build relationships with other people, because that's how you get the other gigs that are going to come after you. People see you at these events, whether it's paid or not, and they love what you do because you took the time to develop your craft to where you're so good that as soon as someone hears you, you have the opportunity for people to hear you. They're able to want you to do their events as well. So I'm glad that you had that mindset where, oh, I'm not too good to do things for free. You know, you're a humble person that was able to just see, hey, I want to put myself out there and this is the way to do it. And this is an opportunity for me to build my business and build my brand. So I'm super happy that you told that story because some people really got it messed up. They really think that, oh, like in order to grow, you have to get paid for every little thing. And that's not the case. You got to provide value first and then you'll get value back. So I'm glad that that that, that you told that sense of the story because um, people need to hear that. And like, how did, you know, from there, you know, you started to get these gigs, you know, based on the relationships you built in the early gigs, you know, where did your, 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 your DJ business go from there? Um, it went from, cause I kind of like took a break when I moved to uh, Florida cause I was going to, you know, I was going to school. Um, it really took, it really, it, it took off because like in DC, you know, every job that I did, I used to get like between three to five clients from that party. So that's how I was able to, to keep the money rolling in. And, you know, back then, you know, I was charging like 300, 200, you know, just a little, little pocket change. And I was actually using uh, DJ Bobby equipment. And so, because I was using equipment, you know, I, you know, break them off or something, you know, because it, it is, it's just, it's just fair. So I wasn't really looking at the money in the beginning because it was just a passion, you know, it was like a hobby passion. It's something that I truly, truly just love. And um, I had two big events. Uh, one was actually at the job, the current job that I, not the current job, I'm sorry. The job that I work, Elements of Entertainment. Um, and that was the first time I ever played for like a big crowd. I played, it was like, I remember the number. It was like 645 people. That's the biggest I ever did, you know, in my DJ, well, that's one of the biggest that I ever did in my DJ career. And the crazy thing about that, that I would just, they just used me just to play in between sets because there was bands. So I was like, okay, I was like, cool. I'm cool playing in between sets. Then my boy Mayo would hit me up, was like, hey, like, cause the first band already played. So as I'm playing, I'm waiting for the second band because like, once again, I'm still somewhat of a, of a newbie. And my boy Mayo was like, hey, you know, Alan, like you're gonna have to carry the party. Like second band's not showing up. You gonna have to carry it. So I'm playing like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Then I started to think, I'm like, whoa, wait, you're not playing? I'm like, oh my gosh. And I was already nervous in the beginning, but I'm even more nervous. But I'm like, you know what? This is my city. I know my people like. No, we, we're just gonna rock it. And I rocked the house that night. And I mean, I got all types of compliments, even from the security guards outside, like, it was just so much of a relief to like knowing that like I knocked it out the park. And then the second one was that stadium. Uh, a friend of mine who I used to work in a hotel with, I'm at the Marriott Hotel. Uh, Jim Jones was actually in town. He actually had a concert. 
and that was a that was a big night. I got paid a little. I was at that time I was kind of heated because I'm like, yo, at stadium, you know, you got dipset in the building. You know, promoters pay me like seventy five bucks. I'm like, you know what? It's all good. It's all good. You know, my time, my time will come. And uh, the crazy thing is, it was like the battle of the DJs in a sense because there was two rooms and it didn't make any sense. It was two rooms on the same floor and literally my room was like filled. I don't know if it was because Jim Jones was on my side, but my room was filled. Maybe that was, and if it was, you know, that was good looks. Good looks, shout out to Jim Jones. But yeah, so my room was just filled, rocked the house. You know, I'm like, man, this is this is this is amazing. So, fast forward, moved to Florida. I didn't really take any DJ jobs because you know I was new. You know, I was pretty much like brand new, and I was going to school, so I was focused more on school. Uh, I went to Full Sail University. You know, going for music, entertainment, business to learn the business side of the industry. Um, spent one year out there spent uh, seven years out in uh, LA and now I'm starting to picking up to like me and I itch to like want to DJ again but I also teach dance so I was, I was in between should I go the path of teaching a dance class or should I go the path of the DJ I had a good friend of Chantel we had a nice conversation she gave me like a, a choice and helped me to make up my mind, do I want to focus on dance or do I want to focus on DJ? Pick one and build off of that. And then once you really build off of that, then you could just venture out. Somebody cool, DJing. So I'm searching for entertainment companies out in LA. I'm like, this is going to be great. As I keep searching and searching and searching because, you know, California is big. And I'm like, okay, I need to get with a company that's doing what I'm doing. And no lie, I literally was about to give up DJ. I was about to quit. Seriously, I was like this close. About to like, all right, I'm done. Like everybody's fake. Then, you know, my time was up. After searching online, Facebook, you know, anything that you search online, Facebook picks up. And I was checking my inbox, seeing an ad about want to be a DJ. I'm like, I'm where I am. So I clicked it and I got a response fast and there was like training classes. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I, I need to, uh, I do need to brush up on my MC skills because I wasn't a talker. And so because I wasn't a talker, I was just a person that was playing music. So went to this little academy, it was free, um, and which was dope. It was out on Huntington Beach called uh, Waveform and on an occasion. So those two companies are ran by two friends and they just merged, to, they kind of sort of merged together in a sense. And when I got there, you know, uh, it was cool because I'm like, okay, this must be like a little job thing. But actually it was a 11 week training class that it was me and no lie, it was like me and like, 12 other people that who even you know who was aspired to be a DJ or who was already and it was cool because I'm like oh this is nice so long story short <laughs> kind of found out oh 
so this training so we only gonna you know this for 11 weeks and we might only be we're only gonna be able to select one maybe two when i heard those numbers i was like yeah i ain't coming here to make no friends like it, 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 it's it's gonna be a wrap because i told him hey my purpose is to really learn to learn how to be a better mc you know x y and z and there was other people and so you know i made sure i showed up early you know just to show the seriousness showed up early um you know they kind of took us through the basics which i already knew but i just like hey you know what i'm gonna be humble i'm gonna pretend like i don't know anything so teach me from scratch we're just learning and we had jobs that they you know uh like i did a couple of like actual gigs with them and these were like no little backyard gigs no these were like you know million dollar type of weddings half a million dollar type of weddings I mean weddings at Disney like seriously like these people like because like Orange County is pretty rich <laughs> like these guys were like getting with a legit business that was making like more money than I can never think of like, oh man, these guys are like the, they are really like the real deal. And so, man, that, it, it's not all peaches and cream because there was a time where I literally, I was going through car issues and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this cannot be happening. Cause I had an event that I could have easily canceled out on. And he would have been like, you know, it's no problem. But then I want to feel like they took, they didn't take me, you know, was going to be taken seriously. And I remember like, yo, they only got me to sign up for one person. So I just figured like this was a test. You know, I, you know, I'm a true believer in God. And I figured like God was trying to show me how bad do I really want it. Even when you have situations. So mind you, it takes about a good 45 minutes. Because I... It takes a good 45 minutes from like Santa Monica to like, uh, shoot, uh, Huntington Beach. And oh my gosh, without a car, I'm like, how am I gonna get there? Oh, bet, we got Uber. So it literally took me four hours to get to my, to get to my, um, to get to the office. Like I had to catch a bus. I busted halfway, took me like two hours. And, no, it actually took me three hours on the bus and it took me like about 45 minutes um, to catch an Uber. And so literally when I got there, you know, uh, I told about my car situation and everything. And he was super amazed just knowing the fact that what I went through, uh, we did the party, you know, uh, I got great feedback and, you know, he paid for my, he paid for my trip to uh, go back home. And so I'm out of a car. I'm like, all right, I gotta think of a different way. So I'm looking at different apps, found this app called Get Around. I'm like, bet. And that's the only app that I was just using just to get to my gigs because I was just really determined. Like I asked a bunch of questions. Um, they showed me how to be a professional DJ. They showed me the difference between a regular DJ and a great DJ. Like far as set up, have your chords looking neat, you know, how to properly talk on the microphone. Like there was things that I didn't know and I wasn't aware of, but they taught me and I took that with me, how to deal 
with being, you know, uh, under pressure. So when you have like, you can, you can set your equipment up, but something is off, like you don't hear no sound, like what to do when you don't hear no sound, like just work, don't, but when you freak out, you, you know, you don't, people want to see that. So it was a, a lot that I learned from Waveform on occasion. And so by the end of the training course, they actually picked me and my good friend Amanda. And, you know, I've been rocking with them for like two, about three, uh, this year would be three years rocking with them. Like, I mean, I got keys to both of the offices. And so when I do a job, like I go to the office, you know, just load up and everything and, and really just, uh, really just show up and show out. You know, got a couple of reviews, got tips, like it's just been amazing. And because I learned a lot, you know, I moved to Seattle this year, um, actually in December of 2020. And I spoke to um, Martine who owns Waveform, because I had to part ways with on occasion because I couldn't do the same thing out here. I'm like, hey, have you ever guys thought about expanding? They didn't really think about it, but they thought about it. We talked, we talked. And um, we had a meeting to where either I can be a manager or be like a, a, or branch off as a, like a CEO. I'm like, oh man, CEO, that'd be great. Once we talk about the numbers, man, it, it, it's something different. And my bad, not CEO, to franchise the business. Franchise the business is something else, especially in this pandemic. I'm like, yeah, I don't think franchise would be the best route. It'll sound good on paper, but it wouldn't be the best route because I'm about to be in debt. Like, it is what it is. I'd rather go the manager route to be stationed out wherever I'm going to be planted and grow the business from there. And so it's like right now I'm a one man, but once things start rolling and I can really just start booking more gigs, then I'm able to be in a position to like hire people. So it's it's been a it's been a a, a quite a quite of a journey. Uh, I would like to backpack it just a little bit how I got the name of Ace Move. <laughs> um, and this is just crazy. I should have said this in the beginning. But um, during the time I was working at Elements Entertainment, I was like practicing. And my boy Twin was like, hey, do you have a DJ name? I'm like, nah, I'm like the worst dude to come up with names. Like, I don't, mm, just I don't know. I don't know. And as he was hearing me play and seeing the transition, because the transition was like pretty smooth, he was like, ah, A smooth. I was like, ah, that sounds good. I like that. I would have never thought of that. And so that's how I actually got the name. I got the name A smooth from another DJ. And so, yeah, so that's how I came up with the name A smooth. But fast forward to like now, like I can honestly say that um, I, I, I truly love it. You know, after all of these years, because um, I started, I started off as a team around 15, um, but I didn't get serious until I like about 17. But you know, 15 was like where I, you know, saying where I started. So yeah, man, it's just been a, it's been a, it's been a journey with ups and downs, and the biggest thing that I just take away from it, just like no matter what people say, man, you just keep pushing. Wow, bro. No, this was a truly amazing story. 
a story of working hard, of perseverance, of humility, of fighting, you know, almost giving up and thriving and, 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 and just being there and showing up and then opportunity falling into your lap and you working hard through those opportunities to take yourself to the next level. Like I'm super impressed with what you've accomplished so far. And literally, bro, this is only the beginning. You have so much more that's gonna come. And I'm super excited to watch your journey as DJ Ace Move and you're gonna kill it in this industry. And I'm glad that we're connected. I'm also a person of faith. So I know that this is a divine connection and that God really put this um, together. So I'm looking forward to building with you. We're gonna jump right into the lightning round now. Are you ready? Uh, I hope so, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Uh, my DJ setup, um, the software I use, I use two software. I use uh, Virtual DJ and I use Serato. Um, I love I love both of them, so I don't have a I don't have a favorite one. And, um, and like the setup, like I use like you know uh, Pioneer. Besides yourself, who is your favorite DJ? Uh, man, if I could meet him, oh my gosh, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff, man, if I could meet him, like that need to happen. We need to have a combo. What has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at, and why? Ooh, uh, my favorite, honestly, my favorite party, it would have to be, um, honestly, it had to be, I can't, I can't remember the couple's name. Oh my gosh. Uh, it was a wedding and it was, uh, it was, a it was, a um, not your ordinary wedding. It was not your ordinary wedding. It was people were dressed up as cartoon characters they was in costumes and, and and you know i had to share the mic with the MC, and he was a taco and i caught a selfie with him that was like one of my best times because like yo these people know how to have fun who's the most interesting person you've met through djing um to be honest my hometown uh my hometown heroes uh, storm and norman the ones who i honestly looked up to and to inspire me to get that kick started. What's one thing that you hate about live streaming as a DJ? Mm, live streaming. One thing I hate about live streaming. I think one thing I hate about live streaming, you can't, so far the ones I've been on, you can't really connect, like see face to face. You just see people just typing. And that's cool, but it's like, I want to be able to see face and to be able to have that connection. And uh, shout out any DJs you know personally whose story needs to be shared on this podcast. Mm. Uh, shout out to my boy, uh, DJ Mario uh, Twin, uh, uh, DJ Black, quite a few cats from back home. Awesome, yeah, I hope to hear their stories on the podcast, man. And where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events uh, i'm definitely still doing events uh you want to contact me uh i'm an instagram junkie a facebook junkie but i uh, you can catch my instagram dj allen c i keep it simple uh, you can catch me on twitter uh smooth the boss uh d-a-a-b-o-s-s uh, that's the that's the platforms that you can definitely catch me 
Uh, hopefully, you know, you can catch me on this new app that I just got introduced to. Yeah, man. For hope sure. To see, hope to see you on the club, man. And, and thank you for being on the My DJ Story podcast. Everyone, please follow DJ A Smooth. He's an amazing brother that's doing amazing things in the industry. And yeah, this is this is great, bro. Thank you. No problem. Are you a DJ? Well, we want to hire you as one of our official, The Club Virtual DJs. We've been working hard to source hundreds of paid virtual gigs, and we need DJs of all kinds that are interested in getting paid to curate virtual events for our clients. Whether you're a new DJ, just getting started, or a veteran in the game, we have paid gig opportunities for you. Text I'm in to 609-201-1027 to get notified for paid gig opportunities from the club. Tell a friend. We look forward to working with you. Now back to the podcast.